hello everybody, this is Brianna Hershey and have a great day. It's the most beautiful time of the year. Lights fill the streets spreading so much cheer. I should be playing in the winter snow, but I'ma be under the mistletoe. Welcome to Views from Stadium Boulevard. I'm Harley Johnson. And I'm Hannah Harshi. And we're back for another week of your favorite Michigan sports podcast. And this week we have a fun, festive Christmas special. Um, We don't have a specific Michigan football game to discuss this week, obviously, because Michigan didn't play a specific football game. Um, So Mm -hmm. we kind of put together a little hodgepodge of fun Christmas Michigan football themed discussion topics. We will see how this goes. Just in time for the holidays. Exactly. Maybe... I'm envisioning you listening to this while decorating Christmas cookies and like hanging up your ornaments. I hope the ornaments. Or maybe are on your way to hung up. like if you already have your ornaments up. Yeah, no, that's true. People probably already did that. But if you're on your way to last minute Christmas shopping and you're like, "Oh, I want to get into holiday cheer," this is a great thing to listen to. Or whatever you are celebrating this holiday season, please feel free to listen to this gift that. We created just for all of you at home. During this lovely time, you can spend with the, the people you care most with. For so about. true. Two. <laughs> um. Do we want to go right into around the hand and Harl? I think we should. And please okay. bear with me. I remembered it was supposed to be a, a Christmas themed version of this after I wrote my entire thing. Oh, yeah. Should we clarify the um, rules of the game this time around? I think we should. Okay, so usually Around the Hand and Harl is like our rendition of Around the Horn, where we have to summarize the most recent game in a minute or less. This time, A, we're not summarizing a game, we're like kind of summarizing the season or just whatever Mm -hmm. topic we felt called to summarize. And B, it's supposed to be Christmas-themed, which really was extremely difficult for me because harley's the one who's always writing like rhymes and little like sonnets about michigan football (laughs) i do not have that skill set so i had to enlist the help of my sister (laughs) which again just probably puts me to shame at this point because i adopted the regular version of around the hand and harl and that's kind of disappointing i know but i just thought i'd be honest um should i still time you or no I think so. Okay, okay. Just so we can keep, like, some of the rules that are quite similar. Yeah. Whenever you're All right. Inside a snowflake, like the one in the big house last rivalry eve, was a story we all got to see and believe. Michigan came off a wonderful season in 2021 with a Big Ten championship and they went over OSU at home for the first time in nearly 10 years. 10 years. Oh yeah, that was last year. It was all the buzz up, <laughs> in the, <laughs> up north in the land of A2 at the beginning when it was announced. At the beginning of 2022, when it was announced, Kate and JJ would battle for QB1. After game two, it was clear who the starter was, and we had been on a journey, a, a fun gift-giving journey ever since. Michigan had to prove to a lot of people that their strength of schedule didn't matter, that they can play and beat anyone. They rolled through non-conference and conference play with relative ease. Though all reindeer games weren't perfect, they ended. They entered rivalry weekend 11-0. They faced the daunting task of taking down OSU on the road, a feat not done in two decades. Would there be another snowstorm? No. It was crystal clear that day. They absolutely rolled them on their way back to the Big Ten champ. 
they took care of Purdue, and now we all wait in anticipation to see how Michigan will be in their upcoming COP appearance against TCU this holiday season. Okay. Um, that was a minute and 14 seconds. Can I give a glows and grows on your Hollywood tomorrow? Yes, please. Okay, I so... I forgot what year it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a glow is I like that you, um, like, covered a lot of topics. Like, you really summarized the season. We got oh, the QB you. battle in there, which was really the hot topic at the beginning of the season and then quickly yeah, was like, no longer remembered. relevant. Yeah, um, the honestly. fact that not every game was perfect because like most most first halves, a lot of first halves were like a little iffy, but every second half was solid. Um, mm. So you really like summarize the narrative arc. My grows. Um, okay, first of all, you forgot what year it is. <laughs> Second yeah, of all, literally. Um, I was like <laughs> I really confused about the rhyme scheme. Like, do you want to explain yourself there? <laughs> I told you I went, like, went back through and tried to add rhymes where I could. <laughs> I also know so it like, that, like didn't really play out. <laughs> to make it Christmas themed, instead of saying in the big house at the beginning, you said in the snowflake, and then at one point you said okay. gift so giving. So it might be like a super niche, <laughs> but the intro is just literally taken from the beginning of How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the one with Jim Carrey from like two thousand. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's too niche for me because. As yeah. you know, as from our conversation <laughs> You the other don't day, watch I, like, movies. <laughs> and I also like, hardly, like, referenced Dr. Seuss when we were talking about, like, famous Christmas yes. stories. And I was like, oh, does he, like, have Christmas content? Because I just, I'm not, like, a huge, like, <laughs> Grinch stan. Like, I know of him, but I'm not, like, a loyal, like, <laughs> Grinch girl. <laughs> oh, so that's, like, me, though. Are you a Grinch girl? I am. Does he have a fandom? me i guess (laughs) i have i have like a wall like a door decoration that's like his like little hand holding an ornament that says merry christmas okay i would honestly say i got to pick it out all by myself (laughs) that's like about his like hardcore of a grinch fan who had door decoration for him what's the grinch like what's his deal why do you want to steal christmas um because he had like a misunderstanding Uh oh like a logistical he, like, thing yeah i mean i guess it like depends on like what lore you want to like delve into because it's not like super explained in the book slash the original animated movie but they try and give a backstory in my favorite version of the grinch which is the one with jim carrey the live action one and then i guess they kind of do the same thing in the more recent one from like illumination but that one stinks so i don't stand that one <laughs> Was there fan fiction? I'm sure there is. <laughs> there has to be. If, like, we're trying to guess his backstory, like, what would what would you want his... No, okay, we don't need to go into that. Yeah, I was like, if you want to know the Lord, watch my favorite Christmas movie. It is on HBO Max, which is unfortunate, but I own, like, two DVD copies of it, so one's at home with my mother and one and is with me. Stole Christmas? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, maybe I'll go check in with your mom and ask if I can borrow it. <laughs> Not in Virginia. <laughs> Literally. Um, but any other growth for, like, next time? No, like, overall it was good. I just think that the, like, It kind execution... of, like, missed the mark. 
Well, okay. I wouldn't say that to anyone else because the average Michigan fan walking down the street would not be able to put that together. But you are, like, the, um, like, main Michigan fan who, like, writes couplets and, like, verses about them. <laughs> so I expect the highest quality from you because, like, you're the one that who does that. That is so true. That's why I, like, really tried to, like, lowball it because I'm like, no, literally, there's maybe two rhymes. <laughs> Okay, well, I feel like I shouldn't have given you so many critiques because mine is, like, nowhere near the level <laughs> so, of yours. Please stop. I, like, right. so I don't know if I should sing mine. Oh? <laughs> Wait, okay, but let's I... be honest. If you sing it, you're going to want to, like, stop recording. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get so beginning. embarrassed and, and want to yeah. start over. Just read can it. I, can I send you a picture of it and you sing it? I am not going to sing it. <laughs> okay. So no no one's singing it. No. If you would okay. like to hand in Janie's song, we will send you the lyrics and you can sing no, it. No, I'll say the lyrics. And yeah. then someone if someone sends us a video or like voice memo of them singing it. We'll go back and edit into this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Or we'll just upload, like, a special edition episode (laughs) that will just come out on Christmas and it will just be your voice. No, yeah, no, literally. I will actually do that. So, this is to the tune of All I Want for Christmas is You. Wait. Okay. You can start timing whenever, because, like, I feel like the the preface I think I know how it starts, so go ahead. No, you don't know how it starts. (laughs) I know how the song starts. Um, But... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, go ahead, like, close your eyes and vision the beginning of the song. I feel like it's so weird to just, like, read the lyrics, but it's okay. That's what I'm going to do. Also, this is um, kind of like a manifestation of Blake Corum. Like, it's about Blake Corum's knee. Oh. Oh, this is going to be fun. Okay. Okay. Whenever you're ready, Mariah. (laughs) I don't want a lot for Christmas. (laughs) There is just one thing I need. I don't care about the bowl games presented by Capital One. Oh, okay. I just want your need to heal more than you could ever feel. Make my wish come true. Aww. All I want for Christmas is two. Is that it? That's all. <laughs> <laughs> That's like 18 I, I was Okay. <laughs> also, if you sing this and submit it to us, um, include a second verse, because like, also we were going to do All I Want for Christmas is two and about like two more wins. But, like, once we did that first verse, we're, like, gotta end on a high note. That no, was, literally, that, that was, was so good. And now I'm kind of, like, <laughs> sad that there's not an entire song. <laughs> well, if anyone can read it, it's you, Harley Marie Johnson. Okay, that's right. You, you gave me a good starting point. I'll come back and drop the lyrics tomorrow. It can be, like, the um, like the super festive version. Like, one of us can be Justin Bieber and one of us can be Mariah Carey. Okay, yeah. We can decide. So the last time we adapted a Justin Bieber song and made it about Michigan football, we recorded it and then put on so much auto tune. No, but do you remember we had like a countdown for it? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We wrote a song about uh, Michigan running it up the gut every single second and nine. Which, Mm, like, it's my favorite. Now they can because they have a, well, he doesn't have much of a knee left, but now mm-hmm. now they can do that because their running backs go farther. But back yeah. in the day, that was and a really sad time. Our O line has won back to back Joe Moore awards. That exactly. 
Um, do we want to move into two truths and a lie? Yes, please. Okay. I can go first because I went second for that. Okay. Wonderful. One. One. Colson Loveland has as many career touchdowns as Eric All. Two. Michigan is second in all of college football and points per game at 40.1 points per game. And three, the top three scorers on Michigan's football team this year. And this is where I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> um, the top three scorers on Michigan's football team this year are Jake Moody, Blake Corum, and Donovan Edwards. I'm going to go with... Is it the first one? Colson Loveland has as many career touchdowns as Eric All. Because I thought, like, he has, like... No, that one's true. So it's the second one. Yeah, the second one's a lie. So Michigan does have (laughs) 40.1 points per game, but that's seventh in college football. Or in, like... I think, like, the the wording of the first one, like, stunned stunned me a little bit. So good job. Stunned you? You were stunned? Yeah. Well, like, I, like, knew, like, it was, like, some, like, fun fact like that. But then I was, like, was it really, like, the entire career? Like, his entire career? Or was it just this season? And then I was, like, no, no, no. It was totally, like, Eric All's, like, entire career at Michigan. Yeah, because Eric All, like, didn't really do much this season because he was injured. really, like, receive. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Except for, like, receive surgery. But, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, what are your truths and lie? Okay. Michigan had their most sacks in one... Michigan's most sacks in one game was seven. It happened twice in game one against Colorado State, and then in Big Ten play, it happened again against Iowa. Number two, in conference, Illinois held Blake Corum to the fewest rushing yards with 108. Rutgers was the next one. They held him to 109. And then three... Ronnie Bell was our leading receiver and had one game over 100 yards receiving. Okay. Um, Wait, what was the first one? The most sacks in any game Mm. this season was seven. It had happened twice, once in the non-conference against Colorado State, and then second in conference against Iowa. I do remember, like, a lot of sacks happening in one of the non-conference game, and there was the one where there was, like, the group sack where they all sacked him at once. Mm-hmm. Um, I also feel like that adds up, that Iowa, they sacked him seven times. Um, I also, why am I blinking? What was your second one? <laughs> <laughs> in conference, Illinois held Blake Horm to the fewest rushing yes. yards. Okay, I think that one's true because he, like, didn't really, like, that one sounds true because I remember when he was injured, we were like, oh, he still got that many yards even though he was injured early on. So I don't mm-hmm. remember what the third one is, but I think that one's the lie. <laughs> the third one was Ronnie Bell was their leading receiver and had oh, one yeah, game it's a over tight 100 end. yards. Is uh, Ronnie Bell our leading receiver or is it a tight end? It's like Ronnie Bell is receiver. It's not... Oh, okay. Okay, what's the lie? <laughs> uh, it was the first one. I wrote it down wrong. Um, we had seven uh, sacks against Colorado State, but we had seven sacks against Indiana. Uh, you. 
Okay. Cool. Cool. Um, (laughs) Let's move on (laughs) to our festive superlatives. Our first (laughs) superlative is the diaper dandy of the entire year presented by Tiny Tim. Um, And that one goes to Will Johnson. He is the best cornerback on our team at this Mm -hmm. point, which will be really helpful in defending uh, Quinton Johnson, who's the wide receiver at TCU, and hopefully eventually against Georgia and their tight ends. Um, But Will Johnson, I don't think anyone was expecting him to be the shining star that he was this year, and it was really, really cool to watch him develop over the course of this season. Mm-hmm. I guess we, like, didn't have, like, I guess it's, like, an interspersed between Christmas and Super- and just our award show. Well, the award show was gonna be when we, um, like, went mm. through the awards that they When we go through, like, won. the award show. Yeah. The award show, exactly. <laughs> well, and then I'm just gonna take over. This one doesn't need a Christmas sponsor because it is the view-sponsored <laughs> Vibe the Vibes of the Year Award. No shocker here goes out to Blake Corum, our junior running back. He also won the team MVP award, which is nearly just as prestigious as our Vibe the Vibes award here at Views. After rushing for 1,463 yards and scoring 19 total touchdowns this season, um, he was also given the Toughest Player Award and the Blue Collar Award, which I'm sure we'll go over during the award show. But of course, we've given him Vibe the Vibes so com. So often and confidently this year, so of course, the one and only. Also, another player that during our preseason episode, I doubt we had any idea what was coming with him, and still mm-hmm. the biggest scam in all of college football that he wasn't invited to the Heisman ceremony. No, literally. <laughs> um, the Holly Jolly Soul Award is a callback to our last episode, um, and that goes to Sharon Moore for giving JJ McCarthy the little kiss on the helmet. Hel- oh. Helmet. It's so cute. It's so holly and jolly and festive. It just spreads the holiday cheer. <laughs> well, well, well. Is it because I'm the Grinch girl? Yes. Yeah. So, of Grinch course, the Grinch unite. Award goes out to Cade McNamara and Eric All. We tr- we here at Views hope that they find the true meaning of Christmas. Don't know if you'll be able to do that in Iowa City, but we hope for the best. <laughs> Because the um, Grinch himself does find the true meaning of Christmas. So he does. He we're does. hoping that Cade McNamara and Eric all get that narrative arc as well. Yeah, they get, like, the healing that they need from whatever misunderstandings. From the doctors down in Florida. Yeah, and then, you know, have their hearts grow and realize that they they created something special during their time in yeah. Michigan. And For some context, oh, yeah. Go ahead, no. Ruby. No, you know. <laughs> For some context, if you're not sure why we're giving Cade McNamara and Eric all the Grinch Award, they both transferred to Iowa, which is like fine. Like I think they still would have been Michigan legends. They could be mm-hmm. my dad was saying today, like they could be legends. They could have been legends at two schools if they wanted to. They could be mm-hmm. Michigan legends and Iowa legends. Because I don't I, Michigan fans weren't salty that they were leaving until they decided to just kind of like trash talk Michigan and mm-hmm. some interviews and on Twitter. Um, so not not cool. Just like not a good look. And just frankly an like annoying annoying way to present yourself. Yeah, like on their behalf. So, like I pretty sure like when I saw that Cade was going to Iowa initially, I was like, Oh, that's a good fit for him because like it would, in reality and that's probably why he transferred 
It's JJ's team now, and, like, he won that back in week two, all those many months ago in September. And I would need to quarterback, and I think that was a good fit for him. But then just to kind of, mm-hmm. like, burn the bridge in front of everybody, it was kind of upsetting. Yeah. Same thing on Eric I I feel like he'll well. regret it. Yeah, Eric all had the whole family going off on Twitter. Yeah, that was just, like, two months and kind of, like, embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, no, that's how – it was just cringy. Like, I, I wasn't, like, offended by them talking about Michigan football. I mean, I genuinely, like, don't know for sure what they were talking about, like, referencing issues going on inside the program. Mm-hmm. But it was just, like, cringy and secondhand embarrassment the way that they mm-hmm. carried themselves there. I think they still have time to redeem themselves. I'm sure there's someone out there with an all-jersey who – wants to make sure they can keep wearing it and that he's not considered like someone the program doesn't like so so accurate but yeah we hope that they find some festive holiday cheer this holiday season um speaking of festive holiday cheer we have back-to-back awards going to jj mccarthy um (laughs) really prestigious awards (laughs) i just read it The first award that he's getting is most likely to give gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Um, obviously, like, who else would win that besides him? And the next one is peace on earth and mercy mild. Because also, who else would win that besides him? I don't know why this is making me I, laugh like, so hard. Because <laughs> I definitely saw peace on I earth and I mercy mild, more... but the first one? <laughs> gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Gosh. <laughs> Like, what? honestly, no explanation needed. Like, no. <laughs> who, who, else would, who else would do that? No, literally. If we were, like, it's like word association at this point. <laughs> Cold frankincense and Mark. JJ McCarthy. Jay McCarthy. <laughs> Love that. I don't know why that okay, like, tickled my I guess funny we don't bone so much, G. but it really did. <laughs> G goes with I. Aww. So you can give H. <laughs> okay. H is in the Harley and Han. Um, yeah. Most likely to deck the halls. This was based off vibes only and the revelation <laughs> from our um, previous co-hosts, Annie Carey <laughs> and Jack, that uh, Mike's, Mikey, Mike, or Michael, depending on who you're talking to, Zane <laughs> still, um has a Twitch live stream and he wears like a Frozone outfit and just the fact that he's like wearing Frozone like a Frozone costume like and streaming just makes me feel like he is our you know the a worthy recipient of this award which is most likely to deck the halls interpret that as you will <laughs> okay i had like on the outline written like a bunch of random christmas related things as superlatives and i like wasn't mm-hmm. sure if we were gonna really use them but i was just kind of you know getting all my christmas spirit out and i wrote most likely to deck the halls and then i looked back like five seconds later and harley had written in mike saying was still oh, i guess that one was like vibes I only <laughs> i wasn't sure what i don't i still don't get what that has to do with him streaming in the frozone costume it just seemed or, like you know he yeah, was, but like he would be the one to be like super into like doing something like this it just seemed like, like it what is, what does decking the halls mean like putting up christmas decor yeah i like don't deck get the halls with boughs of holly fa la 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 
No, I know. That's how I interpreted it, too. I just, like, don't see the connection between streaming on Twitch in a Frozone costume and, like, decking the halls with balls of holly. I was picturing him doing that in the Frozone costume. (laughs) So it's really just the Frozone thing in the snow. Putting up balls of holly in his windows. (laughs) I don't What is a bow of holly? I don't know. Oh, a bow. A bow of holly. No, no, no. It's bow. Or is it bow? Oh, a bow is a branch of a tree. Yeah. So, like, full-on, like, branches of holly. Oh, it's like a wreath. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mike Sandersel would totally deck the halls with those. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Oh, it's a sacred bush. Oh. Oh. Oh, it has a lot of meanings. I wonder which one would resonate with Mike. (laughs) Okay, do you want to give the next word? <laughs> Back onto the Christmas theme. It goes, I goes with G here. And that is the tidings of comfort and joy. And I don't think a single group has brought us greater comfort and joy. And obviously, like I mentioned earlier, back-to-back Joe Moore Awards. So, it's clear here that the winner is Michigan's offensive line here in 2022. Just... Just the thought of them, you know, should bring you great comfort and joy this holiday season. Not just any comfort and joy, but tidings thereof. Absolutely correct. Yeah. No, that, think... that O-line, no one has brought me more tidings of comfort and joy in my no, life. No, literally, yeah. <laughs> it's like, what a, a joy and privilege and comfort it is to have, like, such a solid O-line. It just makes everything so much more enjoyable to watch when your offensive line is giving the rest of the offense time to do things. No, it makes me, and then, you know, it's all because of Sheryl Moore and, like, obviously a bunch of other people on staff as well. But this is also, like, the man that gives, like, kisses on helmets, so I hope he, all of them received a kiss on the helmet. Did we ever go back and, like, confirm that that's what we saw? I can picture it when I close my eyes, so I think that's what happened. (laughs) That's the thing, is, like, I'm, like, I don't want to go back and watch it, because, like, what if that's not what happened, and my heart will be broken. Yeah, we're we're just going to keep it as is, because that is what brings me tidings and comfort and joy. Yes. Okay, so this is, like, a a triple decker award. This is, like, a three-parter here, but it'll make sense when we, like, when you roll out the first one. Okay, so the Ghost of Christmas Past Award goes to Zach Charbonnet um, because he's, like, from Christmas Past at Michigan because he Mm -hmm. was a former Michigan running back, and he had a great season at UCLA this year. Mm -hmm. So his ghost, like, reappeared at UCLA, but he's from the past. So shout out Zach Charbonnet. We really liked him when he was at Michigan. I know he's not, like necessarily i don't know i feel like his exit from the program was like like threw some people off but i really liked him all right and then i guess that leads into who is christmas present mm-hmm. oh am i doing that okay i'll do all yeah, three. I was like i thought you so, were doing the three-tiered cake here <laughs> the, each um, of the ghosts of is your responsibility <laughs> Is Blake Corum, because he's, like, Michigan football present. He kind of represents all that's, you know, going on over there. And then the ghost of Christmas future is Cole Cabana, Michigan's um, running back recruit who signed the other day, who is also from my hometown of Dexter, Michigan. Um, 
Dexter, Michigan did not churn out five-star recruits back in my day, but Cole Cabana, people are excited about him. It's like, I don't think Dexter football won games back in your day. No, I, when we looked at the thing, I think Dexter won, like, two games the entire time I was in high school. Yeah. Now look at them. Yeah. I saw, like, on Twitter, Cole Cabana was like, I'm signing my NLI, it, like, at Dexter High School at this time, like, come join, open to the public. And I'm like, are there, like, full, like, adult Michigan fans going to high schools to watch recruits sign their NLI? Like, is that a thing? It gives me weird vibes, but I'm sure it happens. Like, imagine, like, going to a high school and having to sign in in, like, the front desk and, like, get a visitor's pass to, like, cheer on a high schooler. Like, I remember when, at least when I was at Dexter, like I said, there were not five-star football recruits at the time. Mm -hmm. But, like, they just signed their NLIs, like, in the library during lunch or something like that. Like, they had a little ceremony for it, but it wasn't, like, I don't know where they'd put an audience. In the auditorium? Can you imagine? There's a huge in the cafeteria, Dexter High School. <laughs> yeah, you guys do. <laughs> you guys have a very large cafeteria, so you could fit some people someplace. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't know. Okay, do you want to give the next award? <laughs> I was mulling this over in my mind for a long time. Today. Wait, I'm like confused. <laughs> Are you gonna be able to explain this one? <laughs> I can explain it. I okay. can actually all of the next ones I can explain. Yo, yeah, please. <laughs> okay, but we discussed this one together. Yeah. Rudolph's narrative arc. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. So Rudolph's narrative arc award goes to Jim Harbaugh because when Rudolph was first born, everyone saw potential in him because he was just like any other reindeer. Like you're you're gonna have potential. You're gonna see potential in a young reindeer, like yeah, Jim yeah. Harbaugh when he first came to Michigan. Mm. But then his red nose was exposed and everyone laughed and they didn't want him to play the reindeer games that's like jim harbaugh when his um flaws in his teams were exposed everyone said i don't want you to play in the reindeer games with us i want like they didn't trust him to lead they didn't realize that the red nose could be an asset Mm -hmm. but then when he finally led everyone to like deliver presents on christmas day or beat ohio state two years in a row and in the Big Ten two years in a row and go to college playoff two years in a row, college football mm-hmm. playoff two years in a row, everyone's like, oh, Rudolph with your nose so bright, won't you grab my slide tonight? So it's kind of like that type of deal. I don't know what the red nose represents, though. <laughs> I feel like that's like I think it's just like him being like wacky here. and weird because he's like a weirdo. Okay. Yeah, but so I don't know if his his wacky weirdo dumb is like what um, gave Michigan back-to-back wins against Ohio State. Maybe it is. I think it is. I mean, this okay. is the dude that, like, delivers, like, potato metaphors all the time. And then gave the Pope Jays. That's Like, so this true. is all the same, he's, man. He's wacky. <laughs> okay, do you want me to do the next one, and then you can do the one after that, or the one after that? I will do the... I won't do the next one, but I'll do the one after that. And then... Okay. I don't understand so, the last one. <laughs> <laughs> the the best Christmas present is Lincoln Riley's Christmas present to Ryan Day, which was a college football playoff um, spot because USC uh, losing is the only reason that Ohio State is in the college football playoffs. That so, makes so Lincoln much Riley sense. knows the true meaning of Christmas because he gave Ryan Day a spot in the college football playoff. I'm sure that's like what he tells all of his kids on his team 
Don't worry, Kathy. you're just being so- festive and cool and fun. <laughs> And giving your future Big Ten comrade a place in the college football playoff—that's what college football's all about. <laughs> Do you know what the next one is? Yes, this is the super okay. niche one that I told yeah. Alex to. Why? <laughs> I have to explain what it is. Maybe I'll like post the like picture image on Twitter. So we can all understand why it's like super. Yeah, you heard me. (laughs) I stand by what I said. (laughs) Okay. So in that like claymation kind of animated film, um, I believe it is. Is it a year without? It's a year without a Santa Claus. So Santa Claus is like taking the year off. And, of course, all the kids are sad because they found out that, like, Santa isn't going to be, like, coming to their house. And so, um, you know, the song Blue Christmas starts playing and there's this girl with a giant bow on her head. And she just cries and cries and cries while writing a letter to Santa. And Alex said that this was the image that he associated with. Brett Bulimo with from Illinois because all he did was cry all season. He's a whiny crybaby. Yeah. Super niche. Not everyone's going to understand this holiday association, but I guess. And the most He's going to judge me after this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's going to be like, you did not describe that accurately. Literally. (laughs) Um, the most likely to get Cole for Christmas award goes to Michigan football because Cole Cabana signed yesterday or the day before or whatever. Merry Christmas, one and all. Yeah. Like Cole. But like positive Cole. Yeah, like Cole, but like Cole is a play on words. Yeah. Yeah, we get it. Cool. <laughs> okay. Cool. Okay. It took me a minute, though, because, like, I read Cole as in, like, Cole, and I was like, why did they get something bad? And then you explained well, it. Well, because I wrote Cole as in Cole. Yeah. But I don't underestimate my wit and cleverness and shrewdness. Shrewdness. <laughs> I don't think you want to be described with shrewdness. Shrewd. I feel like it's, like, witty and clever. Is it? Having or showing sharp powers of judgment. Sharp-witted. Sharp judgment? That sounds like you're mean. <laughs> no, like, you can, like, you can discern. Mm. Discern. I'm shrewd, okay? Sharply. <laughs> Don't question me on it. I'm shrewd. Okay, stop being shrewd. Um, who's the most shrewd person on the Michigan football team? Sharp with judgment. Um? really don't think of any of them as being particularly shrewd Mm-mm. but that maybe i just don't we'll know put a pin in that and we'll come back I, to I it yeah I was like, we don't okay. know <laughs> um okay <laughs> recruiting roundup all right so as you probably all all have seen witnessed and heard this last week um we had signing day and like you know cole playing words cole um, signed his national letter of intent. Um, Michigan had, I don't 
actually know the final numbers here because recruiting is one of those things that you can explain to me time and time again, but it's not, like not my true passion. But just, you know, take heart and know that we did really well and we've been doing exceptionally well with recruiting and both like on the trail as in like to the high schoolers in the like youth beyond and then those that are in the transfer portal right now we've, we've done really well so thank you the gift of our coaching staff and the success of Michigan football to allow us to reap the benefits of more superstars <laughs> amen amen um okay yeah so that's that on that <laughs> literally <laughs> um yeah i feel like we had to give recruiting a shout out because it's all anyone was talking about this week but i don't follow recruiting super closely i like i don't know who the incoming players are until harley and i have our annual depth chart party where we mm-hmm. learn who mm-hmm. we have in each position group we'll be like oh this is a new addition yeah Sometimes I'll be like, oh, that sounds familiar from recruiting stuff, but yeah. Okay, so um, we now have, we each have our three (laughs) most and least likely um, people (laughs) to discover the true meaning of Christmas. This is, like, in reference to Christmas movies, because there's always, like, the bad guy and, like, the good guy, and, well, I guess that's just movies in general. But, like, in a Christmas movie, the ending is always, like, most people discover the true meaning of Christmas, and then depending on how like complex and nuanced it is, there could be a character mm-hmm. that never does discover the true meaning of Christmas. So we have our top three most in leagues likely to be the ones who do and do not discover the true meaning of Christmas. Do yes. you want to go first with one of your do's? Who I think will, or who I think can, or knows the true <laughs> meaning of Christmas. Um, the first one I have is Donovan Edwards. Um, I think he just has a smile and an energy that is as bright as the Northern Star. Um, so uh, I fully think, like, he would be able to spread Christmas cheer. It probably just already inherently knows the true meaning of Christmas. I also had Donovan Edwards as my first person (laughs) to discover the true meaning of Christmas. Because when he, um, won MVP of the game and, like, could have made everything about him. He gave all the credit to Blake Corum, and he was so humble and, like, a team player. And I feel like he's the type of guy who would know the true meaning of Christmas. Yeah. Like, he would just, like, share it with other people. Yeah. That's so good. Okay. Let's see if we have all of the same ones. Should I do another one? Okay. Okay. I also think Ronnie Bell, because I just feel like he would show up in a Santa suit to um to to like host like a Christmas movie party with my other person that I think is most likely to discover the true meaning of Christmas. <laughs> um and I obviously his last name is Bell and so he I <laughs> put in the request to watch the Polar Express. So <laughs> we should also, make a just whole, like, like an undeniable of the Polar energy. Express. Yeah. Just like, like, imagine it, like, you can only hear the bell, wait, those who believe can hear the bell <laughs> ringing or whatever, and then it's, like, Ronnie, he, like, you can hear <laughs> also, like, Everyone else is like, does this guy talk? <laughs> just returning to Michigan once more after, you know, his, unfortunately having his season end in 2021 due to injury, just all around positive vibes, and I don't know. He's brought us so much so much joy over the years and 
I think he truly knows the true meaning of Christmas. Okay, my number two is Roman Wilson. Because... I was going to put Roman. I was going to put Roman. Yeah. <laughs> um, we've, like, gotten to know Roman a little bit better through his vlogs. And he mm-hmm. just exemplifies holiday cheer and joy. And it just seems fun. And I think no, that's part of the true meaning of Christmas. Yes! Oh, wow. Okay. And here's who I think would host the Christmas movie watch party. Um, and because she was super excited about it, Ronnie was also super excited about it. And that's Jake Moody. Um, oh, I feel so like true. <laughs> I, feel, I picture him wearing, like, a green elf costume um, just to be funny. <laughs> but he's also being serious while he's doing this. Um, and um, I wrote most likely you would make people watch a movie with him. And I think everyone would want to, like, be able to, like, cater to that, like, fierce, like, level of joy and festive fun that they have no choice but to go to Jake Moody's movie party. (laughs) Christmas party. This, like, parasocial relationship we have with the players, like, basing these entire personalities of them off of, like, mostly just watching them on the football field, like, not even seeing their face. (laughs) Just seeing, like, the way they, like, kick a football and then, like, the little headshot that shows up on the screen while they (laughs) okay though thank you like, it, was, it was the video the see this of him like after that game video. winner when he like jumps into the crowd of his teammates oh. and they're all just chanting moody it just led me to believe though if jake moody was like we're having a christmas movie party everyone would have to show up and he, <laughs> and he would, would show up it. dressed up as an elf no but like i know i get what you mean like i can picture him dressed as an elf thank you yeah like with the little ears yeah, literally. In the mustache? Come yeah. on now. Yeah. Do elves, like, canonically have mustaches? Is that part of their thing? I don't know, but it seems fitting for him. Yeah. No, he'd be a little mustached elf. Yeah. Okay, so... Know, he's, like, more of a, like, you know, not a background elf. character. Yeah, not a background character. A wise elf. A shrewd yeah. elf, if you oh. will. <laughs> Is that our word of the day? Maybe. Okay, I have my third winner of the... Well, it's not a winner. My third choice for (laughs) knowing the true meaning of Christmas is none other than Jim Harbaugh because through the hard times of the 2020 season and even after the 2021 season when um, he lost his defensive coordinator, like things were looking a little questionable, um... Jim Harbaugh knew that the best was yet to come. He was patient. He stuck around. He was patient and stuck around. (laughs) Worked hard. And (laughs) he knew that you couldn't plant potatoes one day and eat potato salad the next. Or in a more Christmas metaphor, he knew you couldn't plant peppermint patties one day and want to eat them the next. Mm. Very good. Thanks. Okay, who would not discover the true meaning of Christmas? I have Don Brown. Because he'd be too busy being stubborn and not wanting to change his ways and open his heart to other defensive schemes because he just wants to sip on his vanilla steamer and do nothing else. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, that's so interesting. And I kind of wish that I had said Ohio State's DC, but Jim Knowles, but I did not. I was like, I took um, two but, interpretations to this. Okay, my first um, 
would not discover the true meaning of Christmas is Josh Gaddis, and I'm not going to elaborate further. (laughs) (laughs) So for the other two, I feel like I should have to, like, preface this, because they wouldn't want to be distracted by the true meaning of Christmas, because there's things (laughs) to still be done. On the first one, I feel it would be Jonathan James McCarthy himself, because he wouldn't want to focus on the holiday season because it would disrupt his, like, manifesting and, like, his vision board making. So, like, he, like, simply, like, just doesn't have time to discover the true meaning of Christmas because he has to, like, meditate. And I feel like having to go above and beyond and, like, have, like, these kind of, like, distractions will kind of, like, make his game wonky or make him like unfocused like he just wants to be focused on like what's ahead which is the college football playoff and not the holiday season no that's i that's very astute and shrewd (laughs) (laughs) not to say that he's not like probably super festive but like also at the same time he probably has like a certain amount of like bandwidth to be festive because he has things he has to do being festive like in terms of, like, players I can picture in an elf suit, he's, like, bottom of the list. Right? He's not getting near that elf suit. <laughs> no. He has things to do. He would maybe put on, like, a sweater. Like, a festive sweater. Only because somebody else told him to. Yeah, like, someone would be like, you can borrow mine, and he'd be like, sure. <laughs> I don't know, though, because whenever I see, like, press conferences of J.J. McCarthy, and he's, like, laughing and, like, having fun with his friends, I'm like... I'm not going to watch that because that confuses my mental image of him just, like, meditating all the time. No, literally. You can't laugh and meditate, one or the other. <laughs> just based okay. on the time um, of year, he has to be focused. Yeah. My so second he have the choice capability? For... Yes. Will he? No. <laughs> the capability to have holiday cheer? And to discover the true meaning of Christmas, yes. Right, 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 right. Yeah. I think he could do this, like, after he achieves two more wins. Yeah, well, Christmas will be over the bad <laughs> Yeah, that, exactly. He was like, I will allow myself to discover the true meaning of Christmas after Christmas occurs. Mm, well, maybe he's like, the true meaning of Christmas is winning. Mm. Which is kind of like a, a villain-esque yeah, mindset. Yeah. But sometimes you have to adopt your villain-esque mindset and not care what the world thinks of you. No, literally. <laughs> Who do you have? Uh, okay, my next one is Nick Saban. Just because, like, mm-hmm. he kind of, like, along what I was just saying, like, the true meaning of Christmas being winning, like, also his little whiny baby speech during the Big Ten <laughs> Championship, like, that was so something that, like, it really showed me he didn't know the true meaning of, like, the college football playoffs because he was like, it's not about wins and losses, it's about, like, Alabama. Um, and I disagree with that, and I don't think Bama is the true meaning of Christmas, so Nick Saban's on that list. And my final one, who I also said was Jim Harbaugh, because I think he would be wacky. Oh. I think he would be wacky enough to not be festive, but full send the birth of Christ. So he would take oh, yeah, the fun no. festive part of the holiday season out because his sole focus will be on the baby in the manger. Yeah, but like, isn't that the true meaning of Christmas? <laughs> like, as like, like literally, as like a literal sense, yes. <laughs> But my true meaning of Christmas (laughs) is the fun, festive times that you get to spend with the people that you love. (laughs) No, you, you, that is an accurate assessment. Thank you. Um, my third not understanding the true meaning of Christmas is Michigan State University. 
Um, mm. I like. I just don't think they get it. <laughs> I did have an honorable honorable mention. Okay, who uh, was that? Um, <laughs> Tom Izzo because he was wearing that little like <laughs> elf shirt. <laughs> Is that elf shirt not like the true meaning of Christmas? I think it's just like a facade of the true meaning of Christmas. <laughs> oh, like he's trying to act like he's one of us. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Did you have your top three favorite moments from the season or favorite memories from the season? We can go through those really quick because this episode is full length. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Um, there are, like, a variety of different memories from this past season. So the first one I have okay. was, um, specifically here on Views when we were discussing on how it became, like, a trend over the course of, like, this, like, football season together here on Views is the various Mikes becoming Michaels. Um, I've really enjoyed that. I think that's still hilarious and ha- still applies to today. The next one I had was seeing you at the golf course and then going over to the big house together and watching Michigan beat Michigan State. Um, and then, obviously, the big one, embarrassing Ohio State again, was absolutely one of my favorite memories this season. So a little hodgepodge wow. of everything, you know? Yeah, yours, you know the true meaning of Christmas more than I do because yours are a lot more, like, kind and sentimental than mine. Yeah, okay, thank you. Isn't that mine what, like, positive are... memories are supposed to be sentimental? <laughs> <laughs> the, like... Uh, 78-yard Donovan Edwards touchdown run. Um, the Jake Moody's last-second field goal against Illinois. And the, like, consecutive interceptions in the second half against Rutgers. Precious. Or not, like, turnovers in general. Yeah, those were good. I know exactly what you were talking about. Okay, so then an honorable mention will also go to, like, you ruling over, um, where Rutgers plays. <laughs> oh, yeah. What is that place called? Something Stadium. Rutgers Stadium. Yeah, it's like, it's like in a... Um, Sponsor, yeah, but I don't know initial. who. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> um, thanks for listening. Oh, everyone. yes. We hope you enjoy the holiday season, and we hope you all find the true meaning of Christmas. And I gift you with one... Go blue. I gift you with Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night. Go blue. <laughs>